This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 143, Hero or Villain? What are you capable of being? By Mary Yuksh of GoodLifeZen.com. I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator. And this is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs in the world every single weekday free of charge. Today, I have a post by Mary Yuksh of GoodLifeZen.com. If you have a certain author or blog you'd like me to cover here on the show, please let us know. You can get in touch with us right at oldpodcast.com or just join our Facebook group. To join, simply search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join. Or, the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. But without further ado, let's hear today's post by Mary Yuksh and start optimizing your life. Hero or Villain? What are you capable of being? By Mary Yuksh of GoodLifeZen.com Quote, The line between good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being. Solzhenitsyn Could you be a hero? Like Jim Grant, for example? He's an ordinary person, but something made him do a U-turn when he saw smoke billowing out of a San Diego apartment building. He called the fire service, then he got out of the car. When he found out that no one had gone into the building to make sure everyone was out, Jim sprinted to a side entrance and bounded up the stairs. The heat and smoke on the second floor was horrible. He ran along the hallway, kicking and banging on each door. He thought everyone must have got out. When he kicked open a door that was ajar and saw a young woman in a wheelchair with a tiny baby in her arms and a young boy beside her. Get out, he screamed. But the woman looked at him in confusion. I'm have to get dressed and get my crutches, she said. Jim grabbed the newborn and bolted outside, dragging the boy along. When he got outside, there was still no sign of the fire crew. Hardly able to breathe, Jim rushed upstairs again. By now, Jim could hardly breathe because the smoke was so thick. But the woman, Maria Catlett, refused to go with him as she was confused and still hadn't got dressed. Jim left her and ran back outside. There was still no sight of the fire service. But a young police officer, Caleb Noble, had arrived. Jim told him about the woman. Will you take me to her? Caleb asked. Jim nodded and they went back into the house. By now the fire had taken hold and they could hardly see in the thick black smoke. 
they managed to find Maria, lifted her out of her wheelchair, and managed to carry her to safety. Would you have gone into a blazing house three times to rescue people like Jim granted? Maybe you don't think so. Every one of us has the capacity to be a hero. This strength in us is like a sleeping giant, ready to awaken when we encounter a circumstance where our action is likely to save a life. What about the capacity to be a villain? Do we all have that as well? Here is a frightening experiment. In the early 1970s, a group of psychologists, led by Philip Zimbardo, decided to create a mock prison in the basement of a university building in order to study the behavior of inmates and prison guards. Of the 75 who applied, Zimbardo chose the 20 most mentally healthy men. Randomly, half were assigned the role of prison guards, complete with uniform and dark glasses. They were asked to keep order. The other half were assigned the role of prisoner. Zimbardo got the police department to arrest the prisoners, and they were fingerprinted, blindfolded, and thrown into the small cells prepared for them in the university building. They were stripped of their clothes and given prison garb to wear. The only identifying mark was a number on their back. The prison guards, some of whom had previously identified themselves as pacifists, soon fell into the role of hard disciplinarians. When the prisoners rebelled and barricaded themselves in, the guards got more and more cruel and even sadistic. They made the prisoners march up and down the hallway naked with paper bags over their heads. They kept them awake at night and sprayed them with fire extinguishers. Zimbardo broke off the experiment when quite a number of the prisoners responded with severe depression, crying, rage, and acute anxiety. You can hear Dr. Zimbardo describing this experiment in his TED Talk. Maybe you too ask yourself, what if I had been one of the guards? Would I have terrorized the prisoners? I would like to say no. No, I would never have acted like that. But there is a doubt in my heart. I know that I too carry the human potential for both good and for evil. In Zimbardo's fascinating book, The Lucifer Effect, Understanding How Good People Turn Evil, he writes that there are three questions we need to answer in order to know whether we would respond as a hero or as a villain. Number one, personal. What disposition do we bring into the situation? Number two, situational. What does the situational circumstances bring out of us? And number three, systemic. What are the cultural influences? For example, political, economic, or legal. Are you surprised at the way the guards behaved? One of them later said, I think I was positively creative in terms of my mental cruelty. It was completely the opposite from the way I conduct myself now. Dr. Zimbardo defines evil as follows. Evil is the exercise of power to intentionally harm people psychologically, to hurt people physically, and or to destroy mortally people or ideas, and to commit crimes against humanity. Let's take a closer look at evil. At the heart of evil lies aggression. I'm sure we all agree with that. But what lies at the heart of aggression? At the heart of aggression lies estrangement. A look at our evolutionary cousins, the chimpanzees, makes this clearer. When Jane Goodall started studying chimpanzees, she thought for many years that they are like humans, only nicer. 
She describes her life with them in her wonderful book, My Life with the Chimpanzees. Then, one day, the group of chimpanzees she was observing started to divide. One breakaway group started to frequent a particular area. Soon, they began to claim this area as their territory. Then, warfare broke out that lasted for four years and ended only when the breakaway group was completely annihilated. The thing that was most shocking to Jane Goodall was that the apes who finally maimed and killed each other had originally been playmates or grooming mates, but this seemed to be completely forgotten in this warfare. Goodall calls this process of estrangement social speciation. What happens is that in-group members start to behave differently from out-group members. After a while, the out-group may come to be regarded almost as members of a different species. This frees group members of the in-group from the inhibitions and social sanctions that operate within the group and enables them to direct acts towards those others which would not be tolerated within the group. Does this seem familiar among human behavior as well? I think it's the familiar mindset of them and us. Just think of ridicule, bullying, and ostracism on one end of the scale of evil, and slavery and torture at the other end. Even though we fall into them and us thinking at times, we also have the capacity to rise above such limiting and damaging thoughts and behaviors. That's why Jane Goodall's book, Reason for Hope, A Spiritual Journey, is an inspiring view of humanity. Our mind has an infinite capacity to make us behave kind or cruel, caring or indifferent, creative or destructive. Each one of us has the capacity to be villains or heroes. You just listened to the post titled, Hero or Villain? What Are You Capable of Being? by Mary Yuksh of GoodLifeZen.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And please let us know if you have a particular author in mind that you'd like us to feature here on Optimal Living Daily Relationships. We're always looking to broaden our pool of relationship content, so we'd love to hear your suggestions. Simply come by oldpodcast.com or join our Facebook group. Facebook is actually the best way to get our attention. So to join, simply search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access to join the group. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. Thank you so much in advance for your recommendations. And that just about does it for today's episode. Have a fabulous rest of your day and I hope to see you again tomorrow with a post from markandangel.com. 
where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.